Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. All right, Phoenix Suns riding a three-game winning streak after they beat the Lakers by 26 last night. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Kevin Ray of Bally Sports for a little game day with K-Ray because they're right back at it at home against Washington tonight. K-Ray, what's going on? Uh, yeah, you know, it's like the uh, the Beastie Boys song, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Let's go. <laughs> we were just talking about this during the uh, the break. You don't you don't see a ton of back-to-backs at home. And I'm wondering, when you look around the NBA and you see so many teams, so many players where it's just a given, if there's a back-to-back that they're not going to play the next night or they're, somebody's going to sit the first night, maybe this is the way to, uh, if you're the NBA and you're worried about these lopsided games, the best way to do it is just not have back-to-backs. Yeah, you know, look, it's it's a, it's a real challenge, guys, and it's not the first time we've addressed it, but, you know, I was talking with uh, some of the Lakers broadcasters last night, and, you know, they, they were on a back-to-back having played, actually, the Wizards uh, the, the night before and came in, and, you know, we, we didn't find out, and I happened to be sitting at the table with the guys when they got the notification from their staff that Russell Westbrook was not going to be playing. This was like 45 minutes before tip-off. Um, you know, those are the situations that really leave a lot of people uh, flustered, frustrated, um, you know, because they had new cl- had no clue, like, why and I'm just using Russ as an example, so not to like you know make make him the whipping boy, but yeah. it, it's one example of numerous times this season where like team broadcasters, uh, team personnel, like oh it's a foot really okay, <laughs> so the foot was okay on the flight over, the foot was okay walking from the hotel, like all these things, and quite frankly, you know it's it's kind of alarm bells that many people have been sounding off and Adam Silver addressed a little bit at the uh, the preseason meetings but I, they're going to have to do something um because it's you know it's a disservice to the teams it's certainly a disservice in many situations for the fans i mean you look last night and i realize that you know where lebron is at in terms of years played and his age and everything but um you know people are paying top dollar to see a certain product on the floor. And if it's a legitimate injury, uh, i.e. Devin Booker, groin, you get it. But when these mysterious, like, oh, you know, the Miami Heat last week sat what seemed like their entire, you know, first eight players. Um, And they got fined by the league. I think it was like $25,000. I mean, until you like other fines for players, until you start putting some teeth into it, or until you start like really laying down the law, unfortunately, I think it's something that's uh, a trend that's that's going to continue. And I, I just don't think when you have all the great talent in the league, some of the parity we talk about, I just don't think it's a it's a good look. Yeah, Kevin, uh, we were talking on the outset about uh, Chris Paul's performance last night, and obviously Booker out, and we talked about how the Suns don't really have a true number two score but they have such great depth do you think that's something that they 
really need to have even to be successful and to win is to have a, a true number two? Well, I, I think it's certainly something that um, that James Jones is is eyeing um, because it, look, it, it, it is real. Um, and yeah, Chris can still have those games, but you have to be honest and realistic about you know what he can do on a consistent basis, i.e., playoffs in a seven-game series. You know, can he give you four? Games four consecutive games, let's say, of 25 points a night. Uh, you would look and, and say, at least recent history says, says probably not. Um, you know, DA is is kind of the, you know, maybe the, the, the one D, uh, one E score. So I do think it's, it's a real thing uh, that, that James Jones, I'm sure, is examining and, and trying to determine uh, what the reality of, of trying to add a piece like this. Yeah, you, you've got some other really good dynamic players. Mikhail Bridges has the ability, as we've seen now, uh, you know, to, to score double figures on any given night. But, you know, the, the, the chance to see somebody other than Devin Booker go for 35 is, is probably uh, unrealistic. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, it is game day with Kay Ray. And, uh, Kay, it wouldn't be a Suns game against a team involving Patrick Beverly without some shenanigans and hijinks from uh, from Pat Bev. It feels like he's on a different team every couple weeks now, so it's hard to keep track of him. But sure enough, he shows up and he's taunting Chris Paul while the Suns are up 70-46. to What do you think of that? Yeah, it's just, you know... It- it's comical because look, I I understand the edge that, that Pat Bev uh, needed and in some ways needs to you know to stay in the league and, and every guy has kind of their thing that you know that gets them going, but you know he's been in the league long enough now and to some degree you know it is respected enough because of what he did to get in the league and stay in the league. You know you you, you just don't need all the additional nonsense and ej made the comment last night it's like you know the the old it's like dude read the room you're down by 23 points like just take the bucket and get back on defense but this idea that he's constantly got to be you know this 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 showman and and provide this theater it's not i mean it's comedy it's not theater and I just think it takes away from some of the things that, that frankly, he does well. And, look, if, he, if he's on your team, you love his tenacity, his grit, you know, his edge. But, it, yeah, it's like, dude, you're not doing yourself or us any favors. So just, you know, close the pie hole, stop with the, you know, the, the, the theatrics and everything, and just, just go hoop. Uh, I'm sure Patrick Beverly has strengths. One of them is not reading the room, though. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably not going to change. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we I, I think he has officially uh, revealed that inability to us. <laughs> uh, we've talked about Josh Okogie a lot with you this season. I know he didn't. He only had three points last night. He had the uh, he ended up leaving, didn't play a whole lot. But the, the 360 layup without running that's not typically something you see. And this guy has, has shown us so much now over the last three weeks. Uh, you know, it's like kind of the, the genie in the bottle where, you know, I, I don't know who rubbed it, but I'm glad they did. And I'm glad it's out now. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that he will be able to, to play tonight because 
of the the numerous injuries that the Suns, you know, backcourt is is dealing with. And, you know, it's been unfortunate that Dwayne Washington Jr. has been you know, dinged up with the absence of, of campaign because these are situations where, you know, you can get consistent consecutive minutes in, you know, big games, important games, and, you know, continue to kind of build your your resume uh, with this coaching staff. So we'll see if Dwayne will be cleared to play tonight. I know he's been, you know, actively working with shoot-arounds and, and at the end of practices, so I'm hopeful there. Haven't gotten any confirmation yet on Josh Okogie, but, you know, this guy has turned into a, a you know, a, a huge piece off the bench. And, you know, as you saw, Monty Williams turned to him uh, first the other night in that New Orleans game. And going back to, yes, books 58 were incredible but if Josh Kogi doesn't grab two of those offensive rebounds Suns don't win Suns don't win that game and, th- and that's the kind of stuff that, that makes a difference in playoff games uh, okay real quick to the game tonight against Washington Kyle Kuzma is certainly somebody to watch he's averaging 21 points a game he was at the game last night he has in the past been linked as somebody the Suns might be interested in he has said that he's probably going to hit free agency this offseason rather than just re-sign with Washington uh, any any additional reasoning to keep an eye on Kyle Kuzma tonight do you think um, I think you just said them all, my man. <laughs> he, he, he he is an intriguing player, uh, offers a skill set that is similar to a couple of other guys in the Western Conference that the Suns, you know, could potentially encounter. Um, and, you know, when when you look at the the current situation in Washington, you know, three weeks ago they were in the playoff conversation. Now they are in the midst of a free fall. And this kind of ties into, you know, why we've said, and I don't think people are surprised, you know, why James Jones has been so patiently sitting back on the sidelines. Because if he, if he tries to negotiate, navigate a deal a month ago, you're, you know, the, the, the number of teams who you want to or, you know, would talk to uh, aren't available. But now here we are a month later. I mean, you look at you look at Utah. You know, Utah was the talk of the league the first month of the season. Well, they've come back to earth. So all of a sudden, you've got a few other parties that you can involve in discussions, and that makes and creates a a more um, positive uh, scenario for the Suns. Kevin Ray, great stuff as always, man. Thank you for the time. We'll talk to you again. All right, gents. Have a good day.